It's already being called the most watched presidential debate in history. When Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump square off Monday night at Long Island's Hofstra University, they'll be partaking in a format that's only been a hallmark of presidential elections for the last 30 or so years. Will we learn anything new about the candidates' positions? Will one or both make a critical gaffe? And will having them side by side make any meaningful impression on undecided voters? I'm Adriel Bettelheim, joined by Roll Call columnist Jonathan Allen, co-author of the New York Times bestseller, HRC. John, with two overwhelmingly familiar figures like this, what can we possibly learn that's new from this debate? Well, first of all, I think you've got a classic or not-so-classic contrast of substance versus style in that each of them has won. (laughs) Hillary Clinton has substance. Donald Trump has style, and never the twain shall meet. Uh, But I think from the voter perspective of what you really learn from them in a debate, it's how they handle a pressureful moment, uh, how uh, how quickly they react to things, um, their ability to address deficiencies that have already been identified, either within their policy or in terms of their temperament, uh, in the case of Donald Trump, uh, honesty issues with Hillary Clinton. Are they able to reverse some of those negative narratives, and are they able to make the case for themselves effectively and efficiently? We were talking last week, and you said that if Hillary Clinton comes into this debate up 1% or 2% in most polls, that's not a good thing for her. Uh, what did you mean exactly? Donald Trump has a chance to win the presidency right now, and that is not the position that Hillary Clinton expected herself to be in even a few weeks ago before she uh, made the the comment about a basket of deplorables, basically saying that uh, half of Donald Trump's supporters are irredeemable uh, and then had a a little bit of a health uh, issue uh, about which she was dishonest by omission, reinforcing narratives that both uh, she might not be healthy enough for the presidency and that she's dishonest. Uh, we've seen the polls tighten a lot since then. I think she wanted to go into these uh, debates in a place where even if she had a bad debate, uh, she could she could you know survive that and keep her lead. I think at this point, if Donald Trump is, is to have uh, you know a better debate night, uh, you could really see uh, him take off. What, what about the double X factor? Uh, this is Trump on a stage with a woman. Uh, He can't challenge her masculinity like he did with his opponents during the primary season. Is going head-to-head with a female opponent something he struggles with? Is it going to rattle him? Adriel, the double X chromosome question, uh, not one necessarily that I think gets asked in such a scientific way, uh, and yet still uh, still pretty cool. I I think it's a problem uh, for Donald Trump in that he hates uh, being challenged by anybody. And I think that uh, a candidate who uh, is seen as, as not being willing to be challenged always looks bad. I think that's particularly bad when it's a male candidate uh, against a female candidate. It looks like he doesn't appreciate being challenged by a woman, which uh, gets into sort of general issues in our sort of societal reaction to those. Um, at the same time, I think there's some vulnerability on his part because he's spent so much time going after his rival's masculinity. I think if Hillary Clinton effectively does that to him, uh, it's a huge problem for him. Some think that she also has to show why she wants to be president, uh, something that makes her candidacy about more than just her. Uh, How does she go about doing that? I think one of the things she could do, and I have not heard her do this, but borrow a page from President Obama, who when he campaigned for election, almost no matter what he said, it was followed up with, and that's why I want to be your president. Right. Um, 
she is not very good at connecting all those dots between her personal narrative and the policies that she wants to put together and what the American people want. Uh, but one of the ways to do that, or at least try to do that, is to uh, is to basically apply the lens of I want to be your president to almost anything you say. And there's always talk about the way that she comes across uh, very programmed. And uh, we've sort of speculated. One of the reasons is because her, she's been around for an awful long time in public life. Her instant reaction to some things is churlish. Is that a risk coming off as sarcastic or obnoxious when Trump says something? Uh, will that turn off undecided voters? It is a risk. I think it's one of the big reasons that uh, her aides try so hard to get her to stay on script and why she tries to say so much on script because her instant reaction to things can be, as you describe it, churlish or sarcastic. Uh, I think people around her think it's funny, but uh, oftentimes uh, it's seen as um, unduly aggressive. And uh, I think it's a big risk, but I also think it may be one that she should be willing to take uh, because it's authentic and because uh, being nasty to Donald Trump isn't the same as being nasty to someone who is uh, defenseless or even, um, you know, or even just sort of normal. I mean, Donald Trump runs around insulting people. Uh, being sarcastic to him it, it does not take, you know, doesn't create as much of a backlash as it might uh, with someone else. Uh, turning to Trump, do you expect him to come off as more quote unquote presidential? It's a low bar. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, will, will he clear the bar of being more presidential than he usually is? Probably. But there's a danger for him, too, in thinking that the bar is exceptionally low. Americans want to see that he's presidential. Even if they do see him president, act presidentially on a debate stage, uh, I think that there are things that he's done in the past that are going to continue to be thrown at him. Uh, it's hard to gain the, the view that you uh, have good temperament or that you are balanced after you have shown imbalance and poor temperament. Uh, but this is a danger for him going in. It's a danger for him that uh, Hillary Clinton will find a way to get under his skin. If he blows up at the debate, uh, his, his campaign is over. There are, of course, two more debates after this. Do you think they'll be as closely watched, or is this first debate, uh, the first get-together, the one that sets the tone possibly for the rest of the campaign? I think most people will be watching this debate very closely, and I, I do think that this... Uh, could be determinative. It could be a turning point where uh, either Hillary Clinton really runs out ahead and uh, coasts for the rest of the election or Donald Trump, um, you know, keeps moving forward. I think uh, because they are so close right now, uh, the stakes for that are pretty high. A lot of people are going to be watching and uh, I will hold to it. This debate will be the most important debate at least until the next debate. <laughs> Jonathan Allen, roll call columnist, co-author of the New York Times bestseller, HRC. My thanks. I'm Adriel Bettelheim. Thanks for joining us. You can subscribe to this podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, and you can find all of our podcasts at rollcall.com forward slash podcasts. Have a good week. <laughs>